from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Mike De Niro. This is the fight for Monday night. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Welcome back to the podcast. You're stepping into the DeLorean. We're going back in time to 1996. We're going to be talking about a really good episode of Monday Night Raw from January 22nd. The episode of Nitro from January 22nd. And the next day, the Clash of the Champions. Before we get into the show, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all podcast platforms and follow on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Let's get into this super stacked show. We're going to be talking first about Monday Night Raw from January 22nd, 1996. We start off this show with Sonny starting us off. Talk about tonight's going to be some pure, undulterated violence. And it's going to be raw. If I made anyone feel uncomfortable... With that, that's how uncomfortable I felt with the start of this Raw. Anyway, we see a video package of what happened at the Royal Rumble this past Sunday. Really good video package, really setting the stage for tonight's Raw. We start off with Savio Vega versus Vader. Vader makes really quick work of Savio Vega. After the match, though, he continues to attack Savio Vega. He's a unloosed cannon here. Well, unloose. He's a loose cannon here. He's just destroying everything in sight. The referees and officials try to stop him, and he starts knocking out the referees, power bombing the referees, and just taking out the officials. So then Gorilla Monsoon comes out to stop him, and Vader attacks the president of the WWF, Gorilla Monsoon. This was insane. This was a great, great freaking way to start out this Raw. I haven't been this excited, I think, for one of these Raws in this time period since I started this podcast. This was one hell of a way to start. It started to show off real hot. Instantly, in his second night with the WWF, instantly made Vader a major threat. Really didn't go anywhere with that, but here initially he was made a major threat, made a major problem. A loose cannon attacks the president of the WWF. Really, really fun start to Raw. Really hot start. This was one hell of a way to open up. First match, well, the second match of the night, we get Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Razor Ramon here. This was a really good matchup as well. 
during this matchup, one, two, three, kid, he cost Razor Ramon the match again. But nonetheless, it was a good matchup. I really enjoyed this matchup. I think that this is because there's a really good stat card for this episode of Raw. I really hope that this is the WWF stepping away from the jobber, 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 jobbers and going to just match, 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 match. Because that's what WCW is doing on the other channel, and it's hard to compete with the other channel if you're not putting up the same amount of caliber talent and action on your channel. So, Hunter Assembly versus Razor Ramon, really good matchup. 1 to 3K cost Razor the match. Hunter Assembly gets the victory due to a countout. We get the final billionaire Ted skit where they just decide that there's no way they compete with the WWF. This was. Funny, haha, whatever. Next, Shawn Michaels is out. He's talking about how he had a three-point plan. One was to win the Royal Rumble. Two was to get his shot at WrestleMania. Three was to get revenge on Owen Hart. Jim Cornette comes out and says that Owen Hart wants something that Shawn has. And they will face off against each other. And the winner will get Shawn Michaels' WrestleMania spot. So, if Shawn Michaels loses to Owen Hart, Shawn Michaels has to give his Royal Rumble victory to Owen Hart, and we will see Owen versus Brett at WrestleMania. Now, imagine if that actually happened. That would have been insane. Owen versus Brett in the Iron Man match. Oof. Oof. Anyway, main event of the night, we get Goldust, the Intercontinental Champion, with Marlena versus Bret Hart, the WWF Champion. This was a really good matchup. These two had great chemistry with each other. It was a sprint, but went really, really well. At the end, Bret Hart picks up the victory. He retains his title. And then he gets on the mic and says that he wants Diesel in a cage match. This Raw goes off the air with Bret Hart celebrating. And it goes off the air with them announcing Bret Hart versus Diesel in a cage in the coming weeks. This Raw was phenomenal. I really enjoyed this Monday Night Raw. It was the best Raw since we started this podcast and this journey together. And I really loved it. I'm giving this Raw a 4 out of 5 stars. I enjoyed it from the moment it started to the hot ending. Really, really, really awesome Raw. So good job, WWF. You're finally making me excited for this damn podcast. Next, we're going to go same night, January 22nd. WCW Monday Nitro. This episode starts out with, well, usually at the commentator's booth, but the surprise debut of Conan. Conan says that he is the Mexican AAA world champion and that he will be defending his belt tomorrow night at the Clash of the Champions on CBS against the one and only Psychosis. So stay tuned for that. We will be talking about Clash of the Champions because that's coming up. On this episode, this is a super stacked episode. So, the first match, I thought Raw was phenomenal. WCW, once again, proving why they are not to be messed with. The first match of this WCW Monday Nitro was Macho Man Randy Savage versus Ric Flair for the World Heavyweight Champion. This was a really good matchup. Hot start. It is announced that at the paper, well, at Clash of the Champions... The lovely Miss Elizabeth will be returning to professional wrestling. So tomorrow night she will be here. This match was really good. Great action as expected by these two. At the end, Arn Anderson comes out, tries to hit 
Macho Man with the brass knucks again misses, hits Ric Flair accidentally, and Macho Man picks up the victory. We have a new World Heavyweight Champion to start off this episode of WCW Nitro. So, talk about starting the show hot. After this, Hulk Hogan comes out, who, by the way, is being booed. That's foreshadowing something that comes later on in this year. But Hulk Hogan's being booed here. And Macho Man says, why are you celebrating like you won, Hogan? I'm the one who picked up the victory. Hogan says that he wants the first shot at that title. So there is definitely trouble in paradise here between the mega powers. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Next, we get Dean Malenko versus Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman mix, picks up the victory. Still a loose cannon. Next, we get Harlem Heat versus Sting and Lex Luger. This is just a stack show, man. And this this is for the Harlem Heat's tag team champions. During the matchup, Jimmy Hart makes the interference. He helps Lex Luger cheat. Sting doesn't even know this happens. And we have new tag team champions on this show. Lex Luger and Sting pick up the victory. They beat Harlem Heat. Main event of the show, we got the one-man gang versus Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan makes quick work of him, but then they are attacked by the Dungeon of Doom and the Four Horsemen. This all leads to the Clash of the Champions. But before we get to Clash of the Champions 32, let's talk about what I thought of this show. I thought this show was really good. This show had a lot of star power. This show had two huge title changes. And even though Raw was phenomenal finally... I still have to give the edge to WCW. This episode meant a lot more to them than Raw meant to them. So, I'm going with WCW on this week. Now, as a special bonus to this episode, we're going to be talking about Clash of the Champions 32. It took place January 23rd, 1996. So, this show starts off with a crazy tag team match that ends in a DQ finish because it's just balls to the wall insane between the Nasty Boys and... The public enemy. This was a regular matchup. They tried to introduce tables. 
Referee threw it out. It didn't even matter. They were just throwing furniture at each other. Hardcore brawl here. These two will definitely meet again, and these two will have a... I guess you would have to have a street fight between these two teams. Eric Bischoff, he he interviews Ric Flair and the Giant. He interviews Ric Flair and the Giant. I don't know why that was hard to say. He interviews Ric Flair and the Giant. They talking that ish-ish against Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Next matchup, we get the Man of a Thousand Holes, Dean Malenko versus Das Wonder Kid. Alex Wright. Dean Malenko picks up the victory with the Texas Cloverleaf. Kevin Sullivan was scheduled to face the Disco Inferno. Instead, some Elvis impersonator comes out and got his ass beat by Kevin Sullivan. So this was more wasting the time on this show. I thought the show was going to be built like a pay-per-view, but instead it was built like a two-hour Nitro. And Nitro was better than this show, so just built like a two-hour just clusterfuck. Lex Luger and Sting are interviewed. This was a really cool spot on the show. They are interrupted by the returning Road Warriors, and the Road Warriors say that they are here not to make friends. They're here to win titles, and they want Sting and Lex Luger's belts. Sting Sting and Lex Luger versus the Road Warriors will be absolutely phenomenal, so that ends up happening. I can't wait. We get an interview with Paul Orndorff. We haven't seen him since the Four Horsemen broke his neck. He wants revenge on the Four Horsemen after he gets surgery. This leads to Brian Pillman versus Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero and Brian Pillman have an okay matchup here. And Brian Pillman, he goes on the outside. He's acting crazy. He actually strikes Bobby the Brain Heenan, which leads to Bobby the Brain Heenan cursing on air and walking off. Like, this was this was as real as real could be. This is where Brian Pillman was really a loose cannon and really ticking off a lot of people backstage. This was insane to see. Eddie Guerrero loses the match up here. Pillman picks up the victory. This was just absolutely nuts because we didn't know what was kayfabe, what was real, what was a shoot. I think that this was just insane to see. This was one of the high spots of the show for me. We got Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, and Steelers player, well, Pittsburgh Steelers player Kevin Green. He's going to have their back tonight. They have an interview. They say the winner and the person that picks up the pinfall tonight gets to get Elizabeth. That was a little creepy. For Hogan to say that with his wife standing right there. Because she was at one of the valets. Next we get the Blue Bloods versus Sting and Lex Luger for the Tag Team Champions. Sting and Luger pick up the victory. This was a really good tag match. They meshed really well with the Blue Bloods. Really cool to see William Regal mix it up with Sting and Luger in this. I really enjoyed this matchup. This was my second favorite matchup of the night. We got Conan and Psychosis. That was one hell of a matchup. Really good luchador action here. Conan really showing why he was one of the top guys in the industry back in the day. Psychosis is always one of my, what's called, guilty pleasures to watch in the ring. I always loved him versus Mysterio. Can't wait to see more of this Mexican Lucha Libre influence and influx here in WCW. Really cool to see. We get the wedding between Colonel Parker and Sherry. This was in a chapel outside of Vegas. And the debuting Medusa comes out here, and she attacks Sherry. Medusa was last seen on WWF as Alondra Blaze. Now, in history, what they want you to believe is she showed up on Nitro and dropped the belt in the garbage, but I guess this is where she actually shows up, and I'm guessing she's doing that next week on Nitro, but this is Medusa's return to WCW here. Main event of the night, we got the giant Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. And 
Ric Flair picks up the victory here when he cheats to win, as always. This was pretty much a nothing show. I think I, out of the two hours, I liked maybe a total of 15 minutes of this show. Clash of the Champions didn't do much for me. WCW Nitro has been on a roll. WCW Everything Else has been on a downslide. So, to be honest, that was that was it. That was Clash of the Champions. I, I gave it a 2 out of 5. It was okay. Definitely seen better shows. But, pretty good episode here. I am excited to see where Raw goes next. So, stay tuned for that. I'm excited to... Ooh, excuse me. I'm excited to see where Nitro goes next. So make sure you tune in to more episodes of the Fight for Monday Night. Tune in next week. Tune in this Wednesday for the AEW review. Tune in Thursday for making an impact. And tune in on Friday for This Is Extreme. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.